Hey everyone, it's the Distracted Driving Podcast. I'm Sean Genovese. I'm Rex Williams. Dad joke teller extraordinaire. <laughs> amongst his I many just get him from somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah, they're going around. It's going around. It's like a virus, like this Santa Claus virus I got. Maybe I got the dad joke virus too. No. You know, by the time this drops, you, your beard will probably be gone. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but, but it's here now, and they're watching this. Not it's here now. Well, no, most of them are listening. They can't even see it. Okay, uh, good. But just, just so you all know, Rex has... Uh, it, it's really, it's not, it's not like, it's not like a Kevin Meredith beard. No, 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 I never that, reached that. That was that height. Yeah. I that mean, was that epic. beer had an IQ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My this face is, is just dirty. That's all. This is like an infant. <laughs> this is, this beard hasn't even been born yet, but <laughs> it is gray like Santa Claus. That's how mine comes in too. Um, but let's move on to more important things. Like <laughs> yes, this podcast is sponsored in part by SG Enterprises. Oh yeah, what do they do? I'm glad you asked. They help people do business better. better. So if you need some consulting services or coaching, maybe you've got some, uh, maybe you've got some new leaders that you've promoted into management, and they just need a little bit of help. Um, yeah. You know, guiding their teams. SG. Maybe you can get you a hold of SeanGenoveseEnterprises.com. We'll put, a, we'll put a link somewhere. I got a jingle for you. Yeah. When you need some help, who should it be? Just go to SG. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll work on that. And when you need advice about graduate school or getting an MBA or going to USC, you should talk to Miriam Lays. And that is our guest back again for part two of a conversation that we had with her. So um, if you missed the last episode, um, it's really just a great introduction into Miriam and the the path that she's taken so far in her career. So it gives you a kind of a, a feeling for her perspective and where she's coming from. Uh, but this episode's even better because now you get to hear some great uh, tidbits and pieces of advice from both her and from me. Oh, yes. Coming up right now. Coming right up. All right. So then you worked for Sean, and then he fired you. Worked for Sean. He did fire <laughs> me. Actually, uh, actually, wait, I abandoned her. Oh. <laughs> and then I was a cling, clingy ex-co-worker. for clinger. felt the need to follow. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, yeah, and... Um, no, it was great. And Sean tried to talk me out of going to business school, and he was unsuccessful. Sounds like me. Thank yeah, God. I think I tried to talk you out of USC, too. Learn about everything. Yeah. I got my MBA. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait a minute. That's right. Yeah, yeah so, 
to just just to make sure we're clear, I didn't try to talk her out of graduate school, says the graduate instructor now. Oh, <laughs> Business school maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. I might have tried to talk her Business out of that. School. From where? And it wasn't even talking me out of it. Uh, from USC. But it, okay. it was I thought it was good, Sean, because you were really questioning why I wanted to go get an MBA. Um, and why why pursue that degree over a, a different graduate degree? And I thought we had a really like really fruitful discussion, um, and it made me even more sure that I want that was the path I needed to take. Um, yeah, so I, I thought it was really well, great. It, I think we should challenge but, but each other. Why was it the why did you why was it the path more sure that the path is going to take? Because it, well, let me that kind of stuff. Let me let me tell you the general advice I I usually give people, and then Miriam can tell you why she her situation was a, a exceptional case. Um, I, I usually advise people, first of all, I tell students, don't, don't graduate with your undergrad and go directly into uh, a master's program with some exceptions. There, there are some compelling reasons that I think, or there's some reasons that I think are compelling um, that could make an exception to that. But generally speaking, I think you get a more enriched experience from a graduate school program with the benefit of work experience. And then uh, a lot of uh, particularly industrial engineers want to go and get a, a degree, uh, like an MBA specifically, which could be okay, uh, and maybe an MBA from, I don't know if I tried to talk you so much out of an MBA as I, I did USC, um, <laughs> because the other piece of advice I, I usually tell people is, you know, graduate go get a job, get some work experience. And then if you're fortunate enough to be getting work experience in a company that has an educational reimbursement program, you can make them pay for it. Yeah. Again, some exceptions, if you're independently wealthy or money is no object, or you have other reasons, um, you know, then it, it could, it could vary. But I, I also generally tell people to go find a course of study that they will enjoy because, in many circumstances, the advanced degree, it's not going to matter what it is in terms of the benefit to you. Uh, you have one or you don't. Is usually, It's very binary, especially in large organizations. Miriam, on the other hand, had some specific goals that... Um, she had some work experience before well, she Well, she did have work experience, yeah. No. And she, she had some goals that she'll share with you now uh, <laughs> that, that made you know, now. her path... <laughs> <laughs> compelling okay you're on yeah so um I, the thing for me was after because i didn't immediately go into an industrial engineering role straight out of school i did get to experience working with a lot of um people in business and, and not just you know middle-level managers i always got to work with people at the highest you know at the, at the top of the hierarchy organization yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's always like you know the president of the company or the senior portfolio manager who the founder or whatever um, of a company and getting exposure to them and how they operate I always thought that I always wanted to be in the same room as them I just I loved every I loved observing them I loved seeing how they made business decisions I loved when they would ask me for my opinion ah. um, I liked being a part of that and I found that I was also drawn to and you, the really cheesy kind of like self-help books, but the ones in management and productivity. Yeah. Um, 
that was what I read in my free time. And I'm a really big Malcolm Gladwell oh, person. Yeah. And Who are your other uh, favorite I've authors? read all his books. So, oh, wow. You, uh, you say cheesy. Yeah, I can't think of any other, so. Wait, where's my book? Have you ever read anything by Genevieve? Genevieve. I have read about three pages out of your book, Sean. So. Did you? You're not um, in the self-help. Yeah. He once accidentally left it on my desk. I think he was trying to subtly hint that I should Adam read it. Grant. It does sound like me. Um, Adam Grant. I like Adam Grant. Um, I liked Peter. I always say his name wrong. Peter Teal. Yeah. Teal. Yeah. And it's zero to one. I really liked that book. Um, yes. So all those authors, I'm, I'm really into that kind of genre. Um, and I was, that's what I would read in my free time. And I kind of realized, you know, I one day want to, I want to be in that position. I want to be in a position where I can lead others at, you know, at the highest level and have the biggest influence. Originals. I've been begging Sean to read that book. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if he has yet, but I love that book. Um, Yeah. So I, once I realized, once I kind of identified, okay, I want to take a more traditional business path or I want to, I want to work my way up in a company. I realized one of the obstacles one day might be, if, if it's me and another candidate and the other candidate has an MBA and I don't, that's going to hold me back. And I just didn't want that to hold me back. And I also was just interested in things that I didn't learn in at Clemson, mm-hmm. you know, like accounting, um, yeah, just the management, like different organizational structures and communications. Yeah. All of that. So cool. problem solving I could do it in my sleep, but give me a balance sheet and I couldn't read it before going to business school. And now I can. And, um, yeah, so I think it just really complemented my existing skill set and experience. And it's, it, it allowed me to grow and kind of opened up doors for me that would, would have taken years to open up. Right. It would have taken years of experience to work your way up yeah. in a very technical field. But once you have that MBA, it, it, it really just, the world's your That's oyster. Awesome. I, I only partially agree with that, but you answer. Well, that's okay. You're not an, the guest. Answer, Rex, answer Rex's <laughs> question first. How long it took you to get it? How long it took me to get it? So I did the part like the MBA PM program, which is I was working full time, and then I would go to school at night. So it was a three year program. Wow. Yeah. So the the reason I said I only partially agree, I just I want to clarify, and, and maybe this is what you meant, but one of the reasons, uh, one of the additional reasons why I, I counsel students not to go directly into graduate school uh, is because there there is a benefit to experience. So in other words, if I'm looking to hire a candidate, and my choices are somebody with a master's degree straight out of school, um, never had any work experience, or somebody with a bachelor's degree with five years of work experience, and maybe they have an interest in going back to school, a lot of times, maybe most of the time, I'm going to take the person that's got the work experience. So when you said, well, you know, it opened doors, it was the only way to open certain doors, and you kind of, I, at least for me, it sounded like you were implying that it fast-tracked it, I don't know because there's I've had this conversation with with several people now about how do you fast track uh experience we you know leadership development programs at companies um they they had one where we both came from Lockheed Martin at the leadership development program you can only do so much though 
to to accelerate somebody um there's there's also has to be the the element of time it's they got to bake <laughs> <laughs> they gotta bake a little bit. I, I don't know what what your what your thought is on that. If you agree or disagree, yeah. I so I agree. I don't know, Rex. Do you want to no, give your uh, two cents on that? I agree. Uh, I think they they let see what you do, and then you know, the, according to their judgment, <laughs> put you more on the fast track or take you off. So. I yeah. may or may not have been so, on the fast track at the beginning of my career, and I got <laughs> off on the slow track. <laughs> Where does this off ramp go? Fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's a cloverleaf. Yeah. To the frontage road. No. <laughs> I um. So Sean, I do. I agree with you. I think this is though. This is the advice that I give um, others when they ask me about leadership. Pro- you know, leadership programs that are very popular at a lot of aerospace companies. They might be popular at other companies as well. I'm just familiar with them in in the aerospace space. Um, I tell them, well, it depends on what your goals are, right? If you're trying to fast track at the company you are at, then absolutely do their internal leadership program. However, that program's not going to mean very much to another company outside of the one, right? Because, uh, I mean... Yes, you're going to get diversified experience. I don't want to discount that, right? Yeah, and, it's, it's, and it's very difficult to get into those programs. I don't want to right, discount that. But something. it doesn't it, – getting – going in the – you know, doing a leadership pro- rotational program at Lockheed Martin is not equivalent to having an MBA from a school, right, from a graduate school when you're looking ac- across industries, across different companies. So I would advocate to spend that time at an accredited school – you know, pursuing what you want to pursue, and then, the, especially if you're not sure that you're going to stay with the company right. that you're at today. But um, yeah, it's it doesn't and it doesn't just getting it. You know, get stamping those letters on your resume does not get you the job, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't it doesn't get you the job. You need experience. You have to put in the work. But if you're somebody who's putting in the effort and getting a recognition, and you're finding that the obstacle is you know, breaking into management because you've never formally had direct reports, but you want to get into a management role. Okay, right. It makes sense now. What can you do to supplement your seven years of experience? Well, go get an MBA. That's going to allow you to break into a more formal management role a little bit more easily than spending 15 years to work your way up mm-hmm. into it. So I think I think we agree yeah, on, yeah. On, it, it's, in that respect. It's all about your, your own motivation, and if your motivation yeah. is to be a, a lifelong learner, to continue your learning and and just get skills that you're going to appreciate having that you can go apply, um, then, then go choose something that's going to fit that bill. If your motivation is to be the chief operating officer of a Fortune 100 company um, in a very short amount of time, let's say, uh, okay, well, maybe you need to be looking at Harvard or Yale or Pepperdine or, you know, one of those um, or USC. Um, because she did tell me at one point in time she wanted to be the C- COO of an organization. Um, but so yes, it it the motivation matters, and that's the that's the advice. I literally just gave this advice two weeks ago at at the industry advisory board meeting. A, a student asked a question just like this, and there's like you know seven of us older 
ex more experienced people answering this question, and you could tell she was getting the the person who asked it was getting a little overwhelmed, and and so we had to kind of just come back and go, look, we're just giving you input. The bottom line is, you do, do you, <laughs> but you've got to understand your motivation because mm -hmm. if you're not honest with yourself about the motivation and what you expect to get from that advanced degree or that leadership program for that matter, mm -hmm. then that's where you're going to have some, maybe some disappointment. Um, you're not going to get a return on your investment. And I, I definitely agree with you that the value of a, a leadership program on paper is going to be greater within the, the entity that is, is giving it just like, um, I think Rex has probably had this experience too, with you know internal lean or six sigma training or any of those internal trainings like mm -hmm. if i go tell somebody oh well i'm lean six sigma certified from the boeing company and it's motorola they're going to be like and <laughs> so <laughs> but if my goal is is to have something more universal well then i probably need to go get something more universal yeah um okay Miriam's the guest. Can we get back to her? Rex is like, all so, right. So, I got my MBA because my company paid for we'll it. Cut, we'll cut Sean's bits. It's ironic that the episode, sponsored in part by Sean Genevieve's Enterprises, ends with the guest saying that we're going to cut out the owner <laughs> of Sean Genevieve's Enterprises. <laughs> the proprietor. Well, yeah, <clears throat> apologize for that, Sean, but I just felt like, you know, we have it. She's traveled all this way. <laughs> we, we, we have a guest here. Maybe they should talk. <laughs> she walked right. all the way from the kitchen <laughs> to her living room and booted up a computer. Yeah, yeah. No, she's You're right. Great. I should show and more restraint. Great wisdom. And, um, no, look, as I said, gonna mix it up, gonna mix it up. um, or I, actually, I think it says I'm about to say, I can't remember where I exactly cut it. Uh, <laughs> it's our show. We can do what we want. If we want to talk, <laughs> we can right. talk. We want to let other people That's talk. Right. We can let other people talk. <sighs> All right. And well, here's, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Uh, there, there was some great advice there. Uh, I think a lot of people will um, will find some value in, and there's more to come. So it's uh, the third part of our conversation with Miriam in the next episode. Stay tuned. We'll see you then. It's good. It's good. <laughs>